Welcome to Health is Power. This is Kate Larson. I hope you're having a wonderful day. We are talking about how do you know if your teen is okay and, you know, building your awareness and your muscles and your commitment and intent to checking in and making sure that they they really are okay. I think social lives, the social lives of adolescents are massive. And one of the heartbreakers for our children being in lockdown was missing out on this critical, key, exciting time of friendship and connecting with others. And through connecting with others, figuring out who you are. Really, adolescence is that time. It's the time that you're learning how to push away from your parents and feel the confidence to be in the world and to be with other people and see yourself really thriving out in the world. Some children, some teens, some adults have the the opportunity to be active and out and together now. Some families still can't, just depending on where you are in the world and what the level is of openness based on the pandemic. But I think many of you may identify with this. I think for for some families who are living in communities where they can be out and social, they're noticing that their children aren't picking up on those opportunities as quickly as, as maybe we thought they would. Adults and teens alike are going through social awkwardness. You know, we, we, we got used to spending time alone at home with a small number of people. For introverts, that was their dream. For extroverts, painful. Everybody went through it differently. But I know that even for my son, who is, we jokingly refer to as the mayor, he wasn't socializing at the same veracity, the same um, amount uh, in the beginning as he had been. And I think it, it just takes a little time to sort it out. I think another piece that is happening for for all people is there's a reshuffling of who do I who do I really want to be with? Who really makes me feel good? Who which friends fill me up? Which friends do I really identify with? And I think that's a shift and can be hard if you're on the losing end of that, right? Like maybe somebody that you used to spend time with doesn't want to spend time with you anymore. And as an adolescent, that hurts. They're incredibly sensitive and and open to criticism and take it very to heart. And so, you know, paying attention to that, to those trends in, in your child's life, were they spending a lot of time with somebody before that they're not anymore? And, and, and could that potentially be a wound that they're carrying? I think that really understanding if your child is choosing alone and choosing digital time and screen time instead of being out this summer, boy, is that so important. That is a very big clue. The summer is a time of getting into your body. The summer is a time where they don't have to be on their screens anymore for school and setting limits around that and really encouraging ways for them to connect with people that they can feel comfortable with, I, I, I think is, is an important piece. You know, is it sports? Is it joining in some outings? Are there, you know, camps that they can do depending on their time and interest? But please do not ignore the importance of friendship. They're a vital lifeline for their well-being, their sense of worth, and so we need to support them. I want to connect something to this piece around social and around 
is your particular beautiful young person okay? I think there's special consideration that should be given to those going through identity changes. What about your particular family might present challenges to their identity at this place in time? Whatever that means, is it race, religion, economics? What does the world feel like through their eyes? Maybe you're comfortable with your circumstances, but this has been a very divisive time. And if there are particular um, parts of who your family is that might be triggered, how can you tune into that? Educate, empathize, right? Gender, fluidity, we never had growing up the way that kids do today. And it is such a beautiful thing how people are learning to express what is true for them. So those who are experimenting, considering, thinking, struggling with this idea of LGBTQIA and not the more traditional forms of understanding gender, they're going to really need support. And those conversations can be hard for us, depending on our orientation and our life views. But, but you know what? These are our beautiful children, and we need to really see how we can educate ourselves and find, find them people that they feel comfortable with, right? Help them with that. So I guess the big umbrella of that is, are they at risk in any way because of who they are in the world? And uh, stepping into their shoes, doing those, you know, that learn, listen, see, feel, trust, you know, just really tuning into them, I think will go a huge way in them feeling connected to you and them feeling like they've got that scaffold that they need from family. Again, I am so appreciative of you coming to this podcast and listening to these topics. I think that our young people need us desperately and we want the best for them. So thank you. Come back again. We'll continue the last part of this series, which is how do I know if my teen is okay? Take care.